0: Just throwing down with Jess and Lily. That makes no sense. sense. You can be funny and not be offensive. The same way this is your workspace, this is my workspace. It's never just sports. It's never just sports. It's never just sports. sports. You'll be a little smarter and will be a little smarter and it will be great. I was close to being right. You know what's interesting? If you don't agree with this, then just turn us us off. All right, on that note, we're throwing down. Welcome back to Thrown Down with Jess and Lily. I'm Lily Caffrey Levine. I'm Jess King. And welcome to special week one NFL Everything episode of Thrown Down. We're gonna be breaking down all of week one in the NFL, games, moments, drama, etc. First, we're gonna hit you with some playoff updates. Toss it over to so. Jess.
1: Guys, there's a lot going on. If you don't have your TV on watching sports, I do not know how to help you. It is Tuesday, September 15th. As we record this, the Nuggets are going up against the Clippers in game seven tonight for the Western Conference semifinals. The Heat and the Celtics kick off game one for the Eastern Conference finals. And then switching over to hockey, we have, yes, We'll talk about that afterwards. (laughs) And switching over to hockey, we have the Islanders and the Lightning for Game 5 tonight. Tampa Bay leads 3-1. to I just need the Islanders to catch this dub so I can be a happy woman tonight. And in the most important news, WNBA playoffs start tonight. The Suns versus the Sky at 7 p.m. and the Mystics versus the Mercury at 9 p.m. You can catch that on ESPN2. Keep watching it. Watch it. Do it. Be a part of the movement. This is the most, I read somewhere, this is the, the
0: best national, the most nationally televised NBA playoffs in the 24-year history, which is, oh, yeah. 24 years is way too long to not have had this much access to it, but I'm glad we're here nonetheless. First and second round and semifinals, I believe, begin on the 27th, um, so lots of exciting things
1: happening
0: Sports, um, yes sports all the sports are happening um jess who you have in the game tonight
1: um i think the nuggets are going to
0: kill gonna do numbers.
1: it i don't want to say kill that's a lie i think it's gonna be a really good game and i'm gonna switch it on right after i watch the islanders either break my heart or make me happy um you know i love the underdog so how could i not and i mean I, I mean, this has been this an insane before.
0: playoff run.
1: Like it's. I mean, so here's the thing. The Nuggets have gone to a Game 7 in all of their playoff runs in, like, the last two years. That two makes me tired. Days. And it's like, yeah, I read that, that and makes, I was like, that's that like exhausting. So it's like either tonight they man up and decide to full send go for it and stop kicking themselves in the butts after they get knocked out of the season – or they, and they win, like, or they can win. Like, you know, they they should. I think that they can do it. I think mm-hmm. that if the Clippers were as badass and as deserving of – As dominant as they've been played as to be. Exactly. They should have already kicked this away. I mean, the Eastern Conference Finals are starting. I mean, we're only one game behind them, but they should have probably had this in the bag by now, don't you think?
0: Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's like <laughs> – I've, I've talked to a few people about this, but it's like any time – anybody is talking about NBA playoffs. I'm just like, I don't know what gives anybody the authority to think that they know what's going to happen because we have just been proven time after time in this playoff um, run that like, it's just, it's so, I feel like, and who am I to say, I feel like going into these playoffs, it was truly anybody's championship to win.
1: Yeah. Because everyone, like all of the, maybe except the Nets, maybe except the Nets. (laughs) Maybe. Definitely not the Knicks. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> they weren't even there.
0: Um But it is fall. It is hoodie weather, and I am team never letting go of summer until true end of summer, which is actually September 21st, even though everyone's already moved on. But I woke up today, it was like 55 degrees, and I was freezing cold I have been freezing cold all day which does not happen to me I don't think I really wear jackets I wear a jacket for like three days in January in Poughkeepsie New York, <laughs> Poughkeepsie, New York. it's cold up there and there's like three like days in
1: from
0: like a January like 22nd to January 25th I wear a jacket but no I was cold today so which means it's hoodie weather weather, weather, it's, hoodie weather it's fall it's NFL season and that is part so And
1: pumpkin spice latte
0: season. <laughs> I don't like pumpkin spice lattes. You're crazy. I, I actually I will say I got a uh what the what was it? It was a pumpkin cold brew, a pumpkin something cold brew. I actually really liked that. That was good And do you drink pumpkin beer? I do like pumpkin beer. So More it's not than just I like pumpkin, pumpkin coffee. It's like well, no, so here's the thing, and this is taking way too long to, to get into this, but um I actually got, I think that because I order on like the little app, Majig, um, and it, so it tells you all the ingredients and I got it, it comes with like a bunch of pumps of like vanilla sweetener and I got it without the sweetener and then I really liked it. And so I think my issue with the pumpkin before was the sweetener and not the pumpkin. My apologies to pumpkin, it was the sugar. Um, so when you, t- when I took that of it, I was like, this is really good. Um, but, okay, let's just get into some overall thoughts. I know.
1: Now, let's right? get into the
0: overall thoughts about week one of the NFL. And I'm just going to start with this overall, overall thought in that it felt – I will not say perfect because far from that. It felt like it was actually football season, and I will partially credit that to the weather. I think if it was 85 degrees outside – On Sunday, I would not have felt the same way, but it was a little chilly. It wasn't cold, but it was like nice. It was totally like fall weather. It was chilly. It was nice, and so I was like, "Oh, you know, it like smells different outside. Like it smells like leaves." So so I was like, "Oh, it's football season." Um, So, assist from Mother Nature to the NFL for making it feel like football season. Uh, But Jess,
1: overall thoughts week one? It was was surreal. Like I couldn't believe that we had gotten here and we're actually watching football. I mean, so I worked all day, so I didn't, I wasn't able to sit down and really take in the games that I would have liked to. Um, I mean, Thursday and Monday were completely different stories, but on Sunday I was like running around and, Working, I work in a restaurant and I was like, damn, like we're watching football, like people are wearing jerseys, everyone's screaming, like I'm wearing a mask, what's going on right now? Like I had to, like, it, it was crazy. I mean, seriously, I can't believe we got here. I'm impressed with all of us for getting here and I'm glad that football's on. It makes things kind of feel normal, but it also makes me a little nervous. So yeah, like, actually has a lot of players with coronavirus. So
0: that was one of my like bigger thoughts watching it. like I was obviously having a really nice time. It felt good to like sleep in and then wake like, up in the game. I'm in and start. Danger. <laughs> <laughs> um, but i I pointed it out. I was like, this, and for many reasons, I was like, this is the weirdest viewing experience of football I've ever had in my twenty two years on this planet. It was just very, and I will give it to. A credit to obviously coronavirus, no fans in the stands, etc. etc. Um, and everyone, everyone was talking about Brady not being with the Patriots. Um, and big obviously, biggest probably headline it's Brady's first game not as a Patriot. Um, and so everything just felt like very alternate universe, like alternate timeline version of things. Seeing him in that uniform was like crazy, yeah. So that was obviously one of my biggest kind of thoughts about the whole thing is that it was like obviously just very different um, because the biggest headline of the week is kind of that Brady loss and Belichick and Cam won. Um,
1: so with but, that,
0: Lily, yeah, I got to well, ask. Just ask me. Just ask. Who are your biggest losers of the week? <laughs> oh, winners and losers. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. So... We are going to be doing winners and losers for, the, for week one of the NFL, but everyone does winners and losers. So we're going to do something a little different because it's never just sports here on Throwing Down. We are doing third party winners or losers, which means that none of these winners or losers of week one are teams, players, or main, basically main characters. Um, they are third parties that oh. were affected by things that happened in week one. So are we starting with losers?
1: Loser. I'm going to start out with me. <laughs> I got to up the stats real quick for you guys. But I am a loser in fantasy football. Oh, we won. In both leagues, let me hit you with something. It, look, this wasn't shocking to me in my Yahoo League. I'm playing with a bunch of men, and I'm the only girl in it, and I really wanted to do super good and be like, "Yeah, women, we're so awesome." But I lost 92 point88 to 29 129.14 in that for week one. And then I thought, you know what, I was doing real good in my ESPN league. I'm pretty sure I won that and I didn't check after last night because I had a couple I had some skin in the game for that one. Check that one out. Thought I was really going to beat my dear friend Mary Kate Greeley, who shout out to her. She's listening to this podcast. Graduated Sports Comm class of 2020. Uh, hear this bullshit. <laughs> I get 123.32. No.
0: I take the
1: L to Mary Kate because she had 123.38. But I would be pissed. Oh, six. Can I one
0: up you in being a loser this week? Because I <laughs> yeah. also I also lost both my leagues. I lost and this is Lily. I'm trying hard in fantasy this year, Catherine Levine. Um, I lost in both my leagues. In my family league to my father, I lost. And in our ESPN league, I lost to our dear Amelia, which is now, some of you might think, why does that matter? Why does it matter to lose to Amelia? Because I drafted her team, and then I lost to her. And she texted me, and Amelia is like the sweetest, nicest person on the face of the planet. She texted me, thanks so much for drafting my team. I have really good
1: players. Like, this is so fun. And I was like, I know you do. So, you are welcome. Dinner was awkward tonight. I'm going to sit in my room in the dark.
0: <laughs> so... Um, loser number one for both Jess and I is us. Um, my loser number two of the week is, um, the NFL, because they, the NFL has been trying to do a lot of different initiatives to bring awareness to social justice issues, um, things like that. People have said that some of them feel very performative. Um, And one, and this is the, the specific instance that I'm calling a loser for the week, was painting the phrase end racism right above the word chiefs on the field. And there was a part of me, and someone else pointed it out. They're like, really? We're gonna write end racism over chiefs. And it just felt very interesting to me that it didn't feel like if we're making these efforts to be better, that felt like a really big oversight. Um, also, is painting end racism on the field ending racism? When you had people in your stadium not wearing masks and quite literally booing equality, um, which I'm just going to cut to my third losers the week of the week as a segue. People that boo a moment of equality. Like, what the fuck are we doing? You're going to have people in your stadium during a pandemic. um, And when all the players stand locked arm in arm for a moment of silence for equality and your people are booing, like, what is this? What are we doing here? What do people think we're accomplishing? And it just feels, I'm not saying that the NFL is responsible for their fans, but it just feels like if we're trying to move in a direction of change, Calling out behavior like that, condemning it, saying it's wrong, saying we will not stand for it, is a way to put your money where your mouth is and put your actions where your mouth is instead of just putting, uh, and racism, chiefs, <laughs> and then, okay, but now everyone in the stadium's is going to boo equality. And so I just feel like if you're going to back up the players like you say you are, come out and say something about that because I don't think that it's been addressed. So those are my losses of the week. <laughs>
1: Well, then my last two losers, aside from myself as usual, um, <laughs> kind of go hand in hand with this. Um, everyone, my second loser, is everyone that's boycotting the NFL. <laughs> and to be real with you, that's actually a thing that people are doing that I did not think people were actually going to do. And let me just say this. Personally, I just... hmm. I want to watch sports, right? I get it. And some people view sports as an escapism for them. And this is not the podcast for those types of people because they want to just view athletes as people that go out, do their jobs, shut up, go home, and don't do anything else. And, and that's then boo them when they okay, stand for equality. If you, if you want to live your life like that, that's fine. I don't do that. I personally think it's freaking dope that. People who have a voice, use a voice, have a platform, use their platform. That's what we're doing here. And if you guys don't get this by now, again, I don't know how to help you. So people are actually doing this and it's crazy because we've gone so long without having any sports, football's back. It's the same people that have been chirping all pandemic that they want sports back. And here we are doing it. We have them and you're boycotting it and that's fine you're just taking away a beautiful aspect of sports from yourself football american football the fucking nfl like i love the competition it's so good watching people get bodied and pushed around and yeah. Like I just think I thought it was ridiculous. Like people were actually going to boycott the NFL, and well, they're actually doing
0: it. I have a question. So that You're was crazy. my question:
1: is that do you think people that
0: say they're never watching football again—they are actually never do? watching football? Well, I'll, but when they've done this with the NBA, there's like people bring up the receipts of people tweeting, "I'm never watching the NBA again," and then they're tweeting about games two years later.
1: So I'll tell you this: when I, I bartended out on Long island and there's a lot of people who when I bartended yesterday day so that was Monday day I was saying I cannot wait till something is able to be put on tv like Monday night football because I was just watching the soap operas on tv all day (laughs) (laughs) and people were like well we're not we don't want to watch football like we actually I, I overheard two people saying that they are not watching football this year because they are offended by what's going on. The NFL wants to end end racism. To that was, wait, that's super interesting. You're really not watching football over that? And they were like, nope. And I was like, really? Like, you're not even just going to skip the pregame and like maybe put it on like a minute into the game and just watch the game. Because even if you view sports as an escapism, that's fine. Don't listen to the talk shows. Don't listen to the reporters. Don't listen to the postgame or pregame interviews. You really aren't just gonna watch the sport that you love like i mean maybe but i
0: think that's how telling it is like that's how much they want it that they're willing to give it all up it's just
1: we could could go on all day because i have
0: i actually have one more loser
1: me too but go first
0: um and it is anybody that is still in the year of our lord 2020 criticizing what women wear on tv because Dan McNeil, who had some choice words about Maria Taylor's jacket, which uh, Maria Taylor, if you're listening, please drop the link because I love that jacket. He has since his comments been fired by the score. So I didn't know that. Yep, That's
1: it was like a it was like
0: shit. It was like, it was like a few hours ago. Like I can't Crazy. believe we're here and you're still gonna make derogatory that comments. That unverified
1: about what was white wearing. old man has the right to talk about my girl, Maria Taylor, like that. I don't know her personally at all. I just think in my head we would get along really well. (laughs) She came on our Zoom call once. But seriously, like she's verified on Twitter. She works for ESPN. Like sit down, kid. Like I know you would kill to be reporting (laughs) that game live right now. And she is. So the only thing you have to say back is that She shouldn't be wearing what she's wearing. Cry me a goddamn river. So that was my last loser of the week. On a more positive note, winners! Wait, let me get my last loser. Oh, you have another loser. Okay, yes, you go. It's really Lots of losers. (laughs) So many. So Cam Newton got into a little scuffle with Miami Dolphins defenders after they won. And I love the
0: word scuffle.
1: (laughs) He thought that they were coming to get their, coming to get his as they call it, quote, a fake ass chain, the Miami Dolphins defenders. So my loser of the week is Cam Newton's alleged fake ass chain, but also the Miami Dolphins, because I don't think Cam Newton owns anything that's fake. That's what I'm saying. Which segues perfectly into the winners, because my first winner is Cam Newton's yellow suit, which was phenomenal this is the type of stuff that i've missed about watching sports i know in the nba they made in the bubble they laxed their dress code a bit so no one had to really show up as i did i did
0: love the lebron shorts pantsuit
1: yes amazing so the outfits are incredible i love seeing the way that athletes personalities come out before the game and the way that they hype themselves up He's donning an all yellow suit, a big ass jug of water. It was so good. His headphones. Like he looked badass. So,
0: yeah, that's a good one. Um, my first putter of the week is the region of New England. Honey. New England, sweetie, you are doing amazing. New England said, I heard you're doing you, and you heard I'm doing better. New England got dumped and glowed the fuck up after that breakup. Um, no, seriously, there were a lot of questions going into how New England was going to do, and I've talked about this with, like, friends from Boston, how it was, like, the most un- uh, Boston the most just like unsure we were about how the season would go like it really could go anyway um it was very like blank slate obviously Brady left Gronk signed with um or Gronk came out of retirement and signed with Tampa Bay uh, they had Leonard Fournette so like Tampa Bay was just locked and loaded ready to go Cam Newton was like pre-injury Cam comes out of there 78.9 completion percentage 155 yards 100.7 percent rating like really like great win I'm not going to overreact about it because it was a win over the Dolphins and I don't think that I'm glad
1: you've noticed that because I was gonna say
0: (laughs) yeah no and that's the thing is that it was like I, I think and that's a big thing I think for people is everyone's like yeah it is the Dolphins which I'm totally yes but I think they also could have come out like, I mean, the Patriots in the Brady era lost the Dolphins a lot. So it really – it could have been a fucking disaster, and it wasn't. And then also Brady lost. So New England's winning the breakup. Um, good for her. She is a, a comeback queen.
1: <laughs> Jess, before I oh, say anything else dumb. My winner <laughs> – my other winner is Saquon Barkley's freaking thighs. Are you kidding me? Those <laughs> things are the thighs of my fucking head. I mean – that guy's little spin, lunge over the defender on the Steelers. Like, um, Steelers are my defense, and I kind of wanted nothing more than to watch him get taken down. But that was so badass. And the pictures that came out afterwards, he looked like a goddamn superhero. He was like, <laughs> I
0: "Um, love. Fun fact for week one of the NFL – um he had fewer rushing yards than Brady.
1: <laughs> yeah. Also true.
0: <laughs> Brady not a rushing Tom Brady, not a rushing quarterback. <laughs>
1: Tom Brady, the opposite of that.
0: <laughs> um my second winner is everyone watching the Cleveland game who is not from Cleveland, because (laughs) for 3.5 hours, the Browns restored a sense of normalcy in all of us. And it was wonderful. No, I'm kidding. I'm sorry to Browns fans, but it was just so, like, death, taxes, Browns scoring six points in an entire game. Um,
1: Well, Baker Mayfield was happy because at least he threw a touchdown pass, right? He went home and slept fine at night. Baker Mayfield's Um, fine. On the same conversation of fashion, I have to give my last winning slot to Derek Henry's uh, suit for in remembrance of all of the people who lost their lives to racial injustices and police brutality. Um, it was crazy that he could fill up a suit with names like that without repeating a single one and... It was having a visual like that is was moving it was really moving um, I hope it made the impact the same impact on a lot of people across the nation as it had on me um, it was like yeah mm, it was moving, but it was it was disappointing to, and,
0: to like yeah kind of wreck it
1: To, to see yeah like.
0: I mean, I guess it's just a different visual of like, oh, you filled an entire suit. And I think for people- A suit of a
1: large man.
0: Yeah, I think for a lot of- I see what you're saying, really. I think for a lot of people, like sometimes you don't see um, the broad scope of how things like this happen all the time. And I think something like that puts-
1: Makes people realize a little bit more how much of an issue it is. that maybe haven't blown up, like, and reached as many people as as others have. Not Mm -hmm. like it's a competition at all or anything. It's just- it was... It was powerful. It was powerful. It was powerful. That's a really good word. And, it, like, heartbreaking. Exactly it was. Yeah. And um, I hope... I'm glad that he did that. On a lighter note, though.
0: Well, my son. I mean, it's not dark, but it's not light. <laughs> uh, I don't okay. know. My, uh, my, um, my third winner of the week was All of Us. After the... I don't... I don't know how I'm supposed to say this, but after the Chloe by Halley. Is that how the band, it's Chloe X Halle. Okay. I don't know where you're going with this. The sister duo that performed the National Anthem on Thursday. Right. Um, That was hands down the most beautiful rendition of the National Anthem I have ever heard. Uh, They also, one of them wore um, a Justice for Breonna Taylor shirt. Another one wore a Rest in Power George Floyd shirt. So, uh, and they're two, Chloe by Halle. I don't, so it's Chloe X Halle. I don't know if it's Chloe by Halle or Chloe and Halle or Chloe X Halle. And I'm so sorry. Or yeah. (laughs) And I'm so sorry for messing it up. Um, But they are two sisters from Atlanta um, and they're singers. They're an R&B duo and they are freaking talented. Chloe is 18 years old and Hallie is 16 and they just absolutely belted that national anthem like no other um so
1: ain't no Fergie national anthem I'll tell you
0: that (laughs) um so we (laughs) are all winners brutal we are all winners for getting to hear that um Um, so let's Yeah, so next topic, let's get into some things that happened that we didn't really see coming, things you we were surprised by. Do you want
1: to go first? Yeah, for sure. I actually, we kind of touched on this before. I, I didn't not see the Patriots doing as well as they did. And I also really didn't, to be honest with you, I didn't see the entire season coming. <laughs> like, if you ask anyone, I was yeah, tr- kind of very the biggest... Fair. biggest hater on it um more specifically I feel like a lot of the teams kind of like maybe besides like the Browns like moving at an even like kind of pace right now I feel like it's fair for me to say like you know how like I don't know I just like week one I wasn't disappointed by a lot of people's performances like okay I'm yes. a Giants fan and I wasn't not disappointed yeah I was and not serious
0: um the way I usually am no I totally am with you on that because I mean obviously
1: the- I saw the Jets losing yeah <laughs> saw that coming well from
0: my- well no that's it like, because I definitely like I'm so with you on that because a lot of the things that I noted of like things I didn't see coming were some really kind of stealthy quarterback performances um, yes. On teams that were not supposed to be doing well, coming from specifically Gardner Minshew, um, Mitch Trubisky, I'm back. <laughs> yeah, and I just kind of like, not necessarily like, oh my god, this is like, it wasn't like a Lamar Jackson
1: where did this it was guy no come Super Bowl performance. But yeah, but
0: I, it was a very pleasantly surprising thing to see, kind of a much more. Elite, I guess, level of play. Not that it's not all elite, they're professional football. I just players. feel like
1: all of these players and all the sports we've been watching have been so hungry for competition. And do you, to think play. Like, that, do,
0: you
1: think that's it? I do because I felt from? like everyone had an urgency in them. And I mean, I've always been a very big fan of watching rookies perform like in their first mm-hmm. season. And I felt like all of them were impressive. Joe Burrow and Bengals lost, but impressive. Yeah, a few big comebacks this
0: um, week one, which was like...
1: I just felt everyone had urgency. I thought everybody was looking to make it, an impact yeah. and to make a moment and, like, a name for themselves or reinvent the themselves, and it was super cool. Um, like I said, things I never saw coming, the distaste I had for... Seeing Tom Brady in a Bucks uniform, I like did not like it. It didn't bother me. This is weird
0: because I because I
1: am not. I honestly and I
0: mean this and like thank you Tom for the wonderful years of like childhood football you gave me, but like I could not care less at this point. It it is what it is. Like
1: she says, she done. Bye, Tom. Well, and
0: it's not. It's not even a done thing. It's like a don't cry because it's over. Silent because it happened. We had a great run, and you want to move on, and I completely respect that. And so I'm just, like, letting go.
1: I'm like, okay. I just don't think that, like, the colors, like, suit him. Like, no, I, like I get the that. Blue, I feel that. It brings out his eyes. I think navy is a good color on Tom Brady. Yeah. I, I mean, the red was a little overbearing on his skin tone. I did not
0: really go for it. It's not not my style. No. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of, like, not – the Brady thing is just – I. it's just not – it's obviously a big storyline. Like, Tom Brady, who has been the greatest quarterback of the last – two decades, left his coach. And so people still say it. Belichick is playing chess and everyone else is fucking flipping the checkers board over because they're mad they lost. Um, and I think that that's really shown with Belichick sans Brady um, in that he still runs a really smart offense. Uh, they're just, they're doing well. Happy for them. Uh, but it's just not, I, I kind of, I guess where I'm going with this very long-winded rambling point is that I do hope that like this NFL season is not the uh, what not it's not a comeback tour I don't know what you'd call it but like the Brady breakup tour like I don't want every week for it to be like oh Brady's first time playing this team in x years because he's in a new division and stuff like that it's just like can we just get on with like quarterbacks get treated do franchise quarterbacks that have been with the team for 20 years get treated every day no so let's talk about it let's acknowledge it let's see how he does in week one let's see how he does the new team the new coach um and then let's just watch it like it's normal football like let's not it doesn't have to be mentioned in every broadcast of every game even if it's not a buccaneers or a uh patriots game So I hope that, like, we can do it for a few weeks, but then I think, like, let's also just treat it like it's regular football and see how he does. And then at the end of the season, let's reevaluate and be like, does Brady, does the season look different for Brady if he stays with the Patriots? Who's to say? Um, So that was, like, one of my overall things because going off of that a little bit, and I think you have some thoughts of this as well, is, like like I said, I'm not overreacting with the Patriots win. I'm also not going to overreact about the Bucks loss. And I think that week one in the hype, and the excitement, which there is a lot of, gives us all a tendency to like over um, hype things and get a little ahead of ourselves. But <clears throat> I think in the same way that I'm not taking, that I'm taking the Patriots win with a grain of salt, I'm also taking the Bucks loss with a, pa- with a grain of salt. It's one game. Brady has lost games before. This is not the first time he has lost a football game. It has happened. He has thrown oh, interceptions back. before. Maybe not in the way he has in week one, but let's not, like, write off the season or the the signing or anything like that. Like, let's give it a little bit of time. And then week five, week six, week seven, things are still going this way. Let's be like, oh, what's going on there? But it's week one. Things happen. There's flukes. Flukes happen week one. We also didn't have preseason. There was no preseason. So we're working out the kinks still. Yeah. That was my mini rant on, like, overreactions and everybody does them. And, and I do them, too. I'm like, oh, Patriots are going 16 and 0. Thank you very much. I will see you all later.
1: Um, I did for like a few minutes, but in other news, in other news, we're gonna move on to some more specifics. Lily, yes, big plays. Hit me with one.
0: Oh, okay. Not a play. Big moment though that I wanted to bring up. I think it was Juju. I, it had to be. Um, I if I, I I'm. About. It's possible I'm wrong. <laughs> One of his touchdown celebrations was, like, a TikTok dance, and I can't believe I didn't think of this before, but we are going to be in the age of touchdown celebrations being TikTok dances, so prepare yourselves. It's gonna happen. Everyone's gonna be doing the savage dance in the end zone, just you wait, and I can't believe I didn't think of it until he did it. Um. No. No. (laughs) No.
1: No, no. No, I like it. I like it. No. Don't hate. Don't no. hate No, the athletes that I idolize cannot be as basic as these 15-year-olds on TikTok making dances. They are too creative. They got that touchdown on their goddamn own, and they're given talent to be professional athletes, and you're telling me We finally, as a society, got the old white men to accept touchdown dances and (laughs) this is what we're gonna goddamn do with it. No, 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 no. I am not having any of that because I'll tell you what, we have worked too hard to get here and to have this turn into that. Seriously? You're so mad. I didn't think you'd be this mad. I'm so mad because you are wasting the perfect five to seven seconds that you have to do whatever the hell you want. Just let them be happy. I I want them to be happy and I know that they're happy because they got points on the board. But I would like them to be a little bit more creative that's all all right you can that hey that is your opinion if any nfl players are listening to this which i'm sure there please, are none
0: jess is asking you to please not do please TikTok stop
1: and if y'all are well it was awesome it was awesome
0: <laughs> okay give me a big play because you're big, having you've had enough of my tiktok
1: <laughs> big play uh it's like one of my favorite freaking things about football like like I said before, watching people get bodied across a fucking football. Anarchist. 49ers new left tackle Trent Williams. He bodied Cardinals Jordan Hicks defender um, in their game on Sunday. To put things into perspective, if you haven't seen the viral video of this guy absolutely lunging himself at this guy, like you have to watch it. Trent Williams is 6'5", weighing 320 pounds. And Jordan Hicks, on the other hand, weighs 236 pounds. Somehow, Hicks got up and continued on with the play. Dude, which is Hicks, man. I would just be dead, simply. Simply dead. How much do you, can you bench? I don't bench. Look at my arms. Well, no, I mean, well, how
0: much do you think no, you can I bench? Because I don't either. How much right. do you think you can lift?
1: Like a case of beer.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of like what the, okay, the heaviest so thing I've ever with picked, like picked up is.
1: Thirty-five pounds.
0: Okay. I fe- I don't. I don't know. I've never really tried I'm to like. Sure. Max.
1: Okay. So people say that adrenaline does things to you, like a mother could lift a car. Oh yeah yeah that thing. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. So I'm sure I can. Lift what I need to in case of an emergency. Okay. But on the regular degular, like Jess ain't lifting shit. So
0: basically, my, <laughs> that's leading into my question of like if a, a 300 pound tackle was like fell on top of you, you're not getting
1: it. I would literally it die. Like, you I think I'm overreacting? I would simply just lay there and either I would go into cardiac arrest or oh I gosh. think I'm actually dead. Or, like, I would break at least three bones in my body. Oh, my gosh. Um, mine, same game, didn't get tackled, though,
0: was Kyler Murray's running touchdown in the fourth quarter on second and nine. Um, watching that play, it, he's like a video game character. He steps out of the pocket. He steps back. I don't know if it was a fake or – here's my thing. If it was a fake, awesome play. <laughs> Got <If> it, me. <laughs> I know. If he meant to fake it, then it was an awesome – play and it was really well thought out if he if it wasn't a fake then that guy is an elite quarterback who thinks on his feet like no other and he made that running touchdown the way he dodged around everybody like he is so quick he's so agile he's he's a true athlete like he is a real athlete and well, it yeah, was again
1: a dual sport guy
0: I know and it was like it was seriously like watching a video game he's like oh, oh, it's oh,
1: incredible oh. it was it was so crazy to Watch that was like
0: my favorite play of the whole I love
1: sports, and I'm so not athletic and that's just impressive.
0: Um, Okay, before we get into our tweets of the week, I want to run through a few. I love, love, love weird stats, Um, and sportingnews.com did the 10 interesting stats and facts from week one of the NFL, and I am going to read you a few of them. One of them was Saquon Barkley um, having fewer rushing yards than Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, and George Kittle, who all had nine yards each. Um, the next one, and this was, like, I think a, a loser of this week. I don't want to say a loser. Kickers, man. I feel bad for the kickers. The spotlight's on you. It's a lot of pressure. There's conditions all over the place that could swing the ball either way. But anyways, um, Steven Gostowski, former Patriots kicker, um, has gone from the fifth most accurate kicker in NFL history to the eighth in the one game. One game. Um, so that was not great. Not a great game for him. Um, there was, there's a Giants one. Okay. This is a, this one's for you, Jess, and I'm terribly sorry in advance. Um, sorry when you do this to me. I know. I'm sorry. It's your fandoms. I don't do this to you on purpose. You just, you did this to yourself. I'm just, I was born here! Um, so, since 1999, there have been 62 drives of 19-plus plays, and the Giants are the first ever to have one end in an interception.
1: We're making history. We're making history one game at a time! And that's all I have to say
0: on the matter. Um, okay, and this is the last one that I will give you. This is my favorite one, I think, of the week. Okay. Um, Baker Mayfield has become the first NFL quarterback to make his first thirty career starts for the same team. So he has had thirty career starts, um, all on the Browns, but he has had four different head coaches that bitch crazy. <laughs> Baker Mayfield. So like you said, you're like, he's unbothered. Baker Mayfield is chilling. Uh <laughs> like how but, does he sleep at night? No. So over. on a
1: progressive pillow with all that okay, money. Okay.
0: I love the Baker Mayfield progressive commercials where he like lives in the stadium. The newest one where it's like, he's like, oh, the weather. He's like, I think it's about to rain. He's like, we got to cover the furniture. And there's like a groundskeeper. And the groundskeeper is like looking at him like he's crazy. He's like, does he meet in the stands? And then Baker Mayfield starts covering every single one of the seats. It's so funny. Um, <laughs> so overall, I think what Week One told us is that it's going to be a good season. It's going to be a
1: long good ass. I season. don't know
0: what it, the end is going to look like, or like I don't, or when or however, but it, like again, we had some pretty good performances. Um, again, like real sense of urgency, a real like. Um, high level of competitiveness that I don't know that we always get in week one um, and from certain teams. So that gave me really high hopes for the season and like some matchups coming up. So I'm really excited and I think there's going to be some really fun storylines to follow too. The Brady thing will be interesting. The Cam thing will be interesting. It'll be great to see, obviously, like what Lamar Jackson and Kyler do. Oh wait, I had one more fun fact, and this is I'm gonna we'll end. Do you have any last words for football talk for semi? What's, what's the show? Pro Football Talk. We are yeah. semi-pro, semi-amateur football talk. We're
1: semi-amateur.
0: No, I'm good. I'm excited good? for week two. Okay, good. Um, Finishing okay. Football Talk before we get into tweets of the week, there were 10 black quarterbacks starting in week one, and that is the most in a season opener in NFL history.
1: Tweet On of the note- week,
0: Jess, give it to okay. me. Okay,
1: so... My tweet of the week was straight up hilarious. And I'm gonna do a little acting for you guys. I took an acting 101 class, so I'm gonna get in touch with my inner actress. I gotta find I send this tweet to Lily. <laughs> I was oh I a know. Tweet what it from <laughs> it's a tweet from that Stephen A. Smith tweeted. And everything about it, I looked at it, was hilarious. The punctuation was incredible. The tagging was awesome. So I'm going to read it to you guys two ways, in my voice and then in what I would imagine Stephen A. Smith would have been saying. OMG, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. The at Nuggets have gone from a 17-point deficit to an 11-point lead. They have forced, Caps, a Game 7, Caps, I am absolutely positively stunned, all caps, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. This is unreal. The at LA Clippers are in a world of trouble, three exclamation points.
0: Wow. <laughs> that was
1: something else. A well, and G, La- the Aggies have gone from a 17-point deficit to an 11-point lead. They have forced a game seven. I am absolutely, absolutely, stunned. This is unreal. The LA Clippers are in a world of trouble. Obviously, yeah. I don't sound like a fan, but like the way he, like I love listening to him talk because the way he emphasizes things, like every other word, is so. You important. got
0: the fist really good. That was that was like, a nice touch. The
1: yelling, like the.
0: <laughs> I am absolutely stunned. Stunned. <laughs> So oh that's a really good word for that. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so my tweet of the week is from Charlotte Wilder. She uh, did a video for Fox Sports on her recap of week one of the NFL. Um, and she replied to the recap and said, it's like my Bachelor recaps, except it's about NFL players who actually saw playing time. And I thought that was fantastic as someone that both watches the NFL and the Bachelor because – if you don't know, The Bachelor tends to have um, a demographic of a lot of NFL players that didn't really see playing time or got cut um, pretty early in their careers. So, loved it. Just love it overall.
1: Uh, I don't else watch to- The Bachelor. Yes, we do have to do a couple things really quick. Our moment of the week from last yes. week, we have votes in and Lily seems to be beating me on um, the last couple times we've done this because college game day beat my quiet middle finger block moment by just two votes, whatever. I see where my friends are at. You um, hate to see it. So college game day spiel, put it into the moment of the week because it was a great moment. Anyway, I am glad that I had lost to such a wonderful opponent. If you're going to lose, that's a good thing to lose, too, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. Um, I have a new moment of the week. Yes, give it to me. That we can vote on. Uh, there is a viral video of Juju smith Schuster, um, who was seen giving a homeless person food. Um, and it was cute. It was nice. It was a good thing to do. As somebody who grew up in Manhattan, I have seen a ton of... Poverty and homelessness around my beautiful city. Um, And every time a lot of people do get confused and want to give people money. My philosophy, as I tell all my friends before they go into Manhattan, if you see a homeless person, you feel morally compelled to assist them in some way. You should get them a hot meal or coffee or something rather than giving them money. Because at the end of the day, the meal will do them better than money because of... The assumption that that money in their hands will not go to a smart decision making process. Rather, you giving them food will help them survive for the day. So I thought that was beautiful, a really nice thing to do. Just in passing, it really doesn't take up that much time out of your day anyway.
0: Um, that is really nice. That, that was a very good like, call to action for people, too. Thank you. Um, I had tried. Read that one, Lily. <laughs> I know. No, I, I'll take hey, the anyway. L. I will take the L um, because mine's probably not going to be that good. Anyways, I had a hard time picking one just because there was like a lot going on this week. Um, So, my moment of the week, a little more straightforward, is Agent Wilson, WNBA player of the year, voted by the Associated Press. She's, I watched a highlight reel of all of her blocks. They are graceful as all heck. At, like just watching all the block like someone made like a compilation of all of her blocks and they were just so beautiful like she it's like she's like floating she doesn't even touch anybody but like but it's a block um no so she was voted the associate press WNBA player of the year and i am so happy for her because i think she is just spectacular all around so that was my moment week vote on twitter and instagram whose moment you had was better it was jess's um but also shout out to aja wilson because that is also um, awesome
1: yes vote 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 because we don't make this decision we take all the votes based on what you guys say and let what you your guys voice think.
0: be heard
1: so uh, remember and guys
0: also on that note register to vote that's really yeah. important and i'm gonna use this platform yes. to say that vote in our poll also register to vote come november uh, it's important
1: there, people died for your right to vote
0: and i am even going to link the website where you can check if you're registered to vote Um, and when you have to register by in your states so everybody can go do that Uh, because voting is there is not a word in the english language that can stress enough how important voting is so we'll just leave it at that um this has been another super fun episode of throwing down with jess and lily jam-packed i'm lily Caffrey levine again i'm jess king and remember guys It's never just sports. It's never just sports. We will see you next time. Thank you for tuning in. Bye.